Hey friends, welcome back to the Catwalk. My name is Clark Cowden. I'm the host of this podcast and I want to thank you for joining with me again today for this week's message. Today I'm beginning a series through the Old Testament book of Jonah and the first message is on running from God. And the question is, have you been running away from God? Have you been trying to avoid his work in your life or his calling on your life? Is there something that you've been procrastinating about that you feel you really should do, but you really don't want to do? In some ways, I think we're like Jonah. There are things we know we need to do, but they're uncomfortable, they're hard, they make us nervous, and we don't always want to do the things that we feel God leading us to do, and sometimes we run away. This week's message looks at what happened to Jonah and makes us think of how this connects with our lives and how we can make better choices than Jonah did. I invite you to sit back and relax and reflect on this message on running from God. Some people become doctors because they want to heal people. They want to help people feel better. They want to cure diseases and they want to save lives. But after they become doctors, they realize sometimes they have to have conversations with patients where they have to say, I know you've spent thousands of dollars on these tests, but they didn't work. We can't heal your loved one. They will not get better. Some people become teachers because they love kids. They want to shape their lives and grow their minds and get them excited about all there is to learn about in the world. But after they become teachers, they realize sometimes they have to have conversations with parents where they have to say, your child just isn't grasping the material. I have not been able to help him or her. They're going to need to repeat this grade again next year. Some people become financial advisors because they want to help people save for retirement, but buy the things they want to and provide a secure financial future for their families. But after they become advisors, they realize sometimes they have to have these conversations with clients where they have to say, I'm sorry. The stocks and the funds where we invested your money went down instead of up. Instead of making money, you lost money. I'm sorry. All of us have some kind of calling on our lives. All of us can make a difference in the world, but sometimes God call, God's calling on us involves having hard conversations we don't want to have. Sometimes we face uncomfortable decisions we don't want to face. So sometimes we run from our calling and we run from God. That's what the story of Jonah is about. 
God called Jonah to go on a mission he didn't want to go on because it involved him having some uncomfortable conversations he didn't want to have. Jonah is a very short book in the Old Testament, but it's a very important book because it includes some of the most important themes that we read about in the Bible and because we often encounter the same realities that Jonah did. For the next six weeks or so, we're going to look at the mind-blowing mission of God in the book of Jonah and see what it has to say to us for our lives today. And so we begin today with Jonah chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, which says this. The Lord gave this message to Jonah, son of Amittai. Get up and go to the great city of Nineveh. Announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are. But Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord. He went down to the port of Joppa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He bought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. The opening of the story of Jonah is about three things. It's about listening to God, mistrusting God, and running from God. First of all, it's about listening to God. God calls Jonah to leave Israel and go to the great city of Nineveh and announce his judgment against it. This was stunning on several levels. It was shocking, first of all, because it was a call for a Hebrew prophet to leave Israel and go to a Gentile city. Up until then, the prophets had been sent only to the Hebrew people. While Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Amos did announce decrees against other countries, they were usually brief, and none of them were actually sent to go to these other countries. Jonah's mission was unprecedented. It had never been done before. It was even more shocking that God, that the God of Israel would want to warn Nineveh, the capital of the Assyrian Empire, from their impending doom. Assyria was one of the cruelest and most violent empires of ancient times. Assyrian kings often recorded the results of their military victories, gloating over whole plains littered with corpses and of cities completely burned to the ground. The Emperor Shalmaneser III is well known for depicting torture, dismembering, and decapitations of enemies in grisly detail on large stone relief panels. Assyrian history is as gory and blood-curdling a history as we know. After capturing their enemies, the Assyrians would typically cut off their legs and one arm, leaving the other arm in hand so they could shake the victim's hand in mockery as they were dying. They forced friends and family members to parade with the decapitated heads of their loved ones elevated on poles. 
They pulled out prisoners' tongues and stretched their bodies with ropes so they could be flayed alive and their skins displayed on city walls. They burned adolescents alive. Those who survived the destruction of their cities were fated to endure cruel and violent forms of slavery. Today, we would call the Assyrians a terrorist state. They were evil. The empire had been demanding a heavy tax from Israel during the reign of King Jehu in the late 800s BC. In 722 BC, they invaded and destroyed the northern kingdom of Israel and its capital city of Samaria. Yet, it was this nation that God wanted to send Jonah to as a missionary. Though God told Jonah to go and announce his judgment against the city of Nineveh, there would have been no reason to send this warning unless there was a chance of their judgment being averted. But how could a good God give an evil nation like that even a chance to experience his mercy, especially after they had been so terrible to God's people? Perhaps the most surprising element of the story is that God chose Jonah to be the one to go. We know from 2 Kings 14.25 that Jonah supported King Jeroboam II's aggressive military policy to extend the nation's power and influence. The original readers of the book of Jonah would have remembered him as an intensely patriotic, highly partisan nationalist. And they would have been amazed that God would send a man like that to preach to the very people he feared and hated. Nothing about this mission made any sense. How could God ask anyone to betray their country's interests like this? The first part of the story is about listening to God and Jonah did not like what he heard. The second part of the story is about mistrusting God. Jonah really didn't like what God had called him to do. He really didn't want to do what God called him to do. And he didn't want to go where God called him to go. So he did the exact opposite of what God called him to do. Instead of going east to Nineveh, he started heading west to Tarshish. God called him to travel over land, and he decided to travel by sea. God wanted him to go to the big city, and Jonah bought a one-way ticket to the end of the world. Why did he refuse? At this point in the story, it's too early to know for sure but it seems as if he did not trust God. Nineveh was a military and cultural powerhouse. Why would the people there listen to an outsider like Jonah? Why would they listen to a foreigner like him? If a Jewish rabbi had gone to Nazi Germany in 1941, 
and stood on the streets of Berlin, calling on them to repent of their sins, how long do you think he would have lasted? If you were to go to the streets of Beijing today and call on China to repent, how long do you think you would last? If you were to go to the streets of Moscow and call on Vladimir Putin to repent, how long do you think you would last? The prospects for success would seem pretty low, and the chances for imprisonment or death would seem pretty high. This is not something I would want to do. This is not something Jonah wanted to do. Nineveh was an evil society that was on a collision course with God. They were unusually mean and violent, even for their time. It would be easier for us to understand that God would destroy them than that God would save them. Jonah had a problem with the job he had been given, but he had a bigger problem with the one who had given it to him. Jonah concluded that because he could not see any good reason for God's command, there wasn't a good reason for God's command. Jonah doubted the wisdom of God, the goodness of God, and the justice of God. Maybe you've had that experience too. You sit in the doctor's office, stunned by the biopsy report you have just received. You despair of ever finding decent employment after your last good lead has dried up. You wonder why an important relationship in your life has just crashed and burned. We wonder, does God care? Does God really know what he's doing? How come I'm having to go through this? When these things happen, we have a decision to make. Does God really know what's best or do we? And the default mode of the human heart is to decide that we know what is best. We doubt the goodness of God. We doubt the wisdom of God, and we doubt the power and the ability of God. We have trouble seeing any good reason for what God is allowing to happen. That's what we do, and that's what Jonah did. The third part of the story is about running from God. Jonah tries to run away from God. There are two different ways that people try to escape from God. First, we are familiar with people who run away from God and end up in all kinds of evil. That's a pretty obvious way of running from God. But what we are less familiar with is that some people run away from God by becoming very good moral people. There are people who don't believe in God, who don't break the speed limit, don't cheat on their taxes, don't steal, don't murder, and sometimes volunteer to help the poor. 
They don't really believe they need God. They're actually running from God by focusing on being good people. But Romans 3, 10 to 12 says that there is no one who is righteous, not even one. All have turned away. The Apostle Paul is saying both the people who are obviously evil and the people who are trying to be good without God have turned away from him. Neither group is righteous. They are both different ways of running from God. Both of these groups are actually saying, I'm not sure I can trust God. Is God really committed to my good? Will God really lead me into my best life possible? Is God really going to send me somewhere I don't want to go? I'm not sure if I can really trust God or not. Jonah is the classic example in the Bible of a good moral person who runs away from God. Jonah has been chosen by God to accomplish a very important mission, and he doesn't want to go. Rather than try something he's never done before, rather than step out in faith and experiment with something that sounds scary, Jonah disobeys God and runs away from him. The problem facing Jonah is the mystery of God's mercy. It is both a theological problem and a heart problem. He's afraid of success. What if I go to Nineveh and I actually succeed? What if the people there actually listen to me and repent of their sins and believe in God? Then God will forgive them and save them. I don't want that to happen. Unless Jonah can see his own sin, and unless Jonah can see himself as living completely by the mercy of God, he will never understand how God can be so merciful to evil people and be loving and just and faithful at the same time. We still struggle today with how God can be both loving and just at the same time. We still have a hard time understanding how the two go together, but they do every day. The story of Jonah with all its twists and turns is about how God sometimes takes Jonah by the hand and sometimes by the gruff of his neck to show him who God really is. Jonah is a runner. There are things Jonah does not want to try. There are things he does not want to see. There are things he tries to avoid. The book of Jonah is part of the biblical story because it's so important in how we see ourselves and how we see our world. Sometimes when we read about other people's lives, we learn what to do, and sometimes we learn what not to do. 
Jonah is an example of someone who shows us what not to do. Jonah didn't listen to God. Jonah didn't really trust God. And Jonah tried to run away from God. These are three key elements for every one of our lives. And they are the questions we need to honestly ask ourselves. Number one, have you been listening to God? Is there something God's been saying to you that you haven't wanted to hear? Secondly, do you trust God? Do you really believe God has your best interests at heart? That he loves you unconditionally? And then thirdly, are you running from God? Is there something God has been calling you to do that you have been ignoring or dodging or procrastinating? What the story of Jonah will show us is that while we probably all have some things in our lives we would like to avoid, you really can't run from God forever. God bless. Stay safe. See you soon.